Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. What's up? It's me, Movie Buffer, for another movie review. And I'm excited about this movie review because... I'm reviewing The Exterminator, and I've been wanting to review this movie, well, it's one of the movies I want to be reviewing for a long time, to keep, since I've been keeping saying some of my video blocks lately, I want to review some of these movies. Anyway, the point is that I'm reviewing The Exterminator, and there's a part 2 also, and let me say The Exterminator Part 1 and The Exterminator Part 2 are both good, I enjoyed both of them. Part 2 has Mario Ventura as the gang leader, but that'll be another review for another time. But right now, the exterminator I'm reviewing is called the Director's Cut, which is supposed to be the bootleg t- tango release. Although it's an Anchor Bear one, I'm assuming Anchor Bear one, but um, I never have that one, so if anybody knows of that edition, let me know. And what's the difference between that one and this one I have in the tango release. And the exterminator is about a guy, it's like, it's kind of like Death Wish, about a guy who's a vigilante because his best friend got jumped by a gang and he became paralyzed. So he goes around taking out punks, crime bosses, you know, all the all the shit, all the dirt out, out in the streets. He has a blowtorch, he has a gun, they put mercury in the bullets. Um, pretty much that's what it's all about. It's about a revenge movie and stopping crime. And part two, part two is more action. Part one has the action also, but it has more talking. But the exterminator part one has this intro for the movie from the beginning when he was in Vietnam and it's bloody. It has the head chopped off, the head sliced and cut up like it. You, you know, t- typical old school slash head cutting scene, but it was like slow motion. It was just like funny how they set it up though. And um, the black guy that was with him, his best friend, that's one of my, I think that's Steve James, who you may also see in American Ninja part three. American Ninja 1 and 2, and Avenging Force, which all DVDs I do own, so I'm thinking about reviewing Avenging Force also, but I'll, I'll think about it, because I have so much movies to review for this weekend, before the WrestleMania 25, which I'm going to order, so you people order WrestleMania 25, order it, I think it'll be a good match, good matches and stuff, um, anyway, Exterminator Part 1, Director's Cut, get it, I got, I got this copy on eBay, there's a slew of it, so you definitely get it. And anybody knows an anchor bear release of the exterminator, let me know. And what kind of what special features are on it. So pretty much that's it. And get part two if you could. This is easy. Peace. You know, uh, I didn't mean to get personal for my last blog, but you know what? I gotta get my mind out of it. And the only thing that cheers me up is doing movie reviews, blogging and watching movies, and watching movies always cheers me up, so, 
let's get started. I have this movie that I had since last year, but I never had a chance to get to it yet until now, you know, because like I say, I want to get my mind out of my issue thing right now. And I'm sorry for getting posted for my last blog again. Anyway, this movie I'm reviewing is called The Black Alley Cats. And um, this movie is very, I think it was done in the 70s, because it has the 70s grindhouse type of feel. And let me just tell you one thing, this is not for the kids, because this movie has loads, and I mean loads of TNA action for you guys out there. Loads of TNA, trust me. And it's about these women that got disrespected from a bunch of guys. And when the situation was over with these ladies, they decided, let's start again, called the Black Alley Cats. So they start learning martial arts, so they learn how to shoot the gun. Similar to Cruel, but to be honest, Cruel was way better than this movie. I'm not saying this movie is bad, don't get me wrong, but when it comes to Revenge of the Genius, Cruel was the best at it. Of course, we all know Christina Lindenberg, she's fucking hot and she rocks, by the way. But she's not in this movie, so don't get the wrong idea. Um, anyway, The Black Alley Cats, like I said, is a revenge movie, but they got their revenge, but it's not like they actually did not complete it in a way. It, it's like action, comedy type of movie, I would say, with, with drama filling, of course. And, you know, it's an old girl's school these girls go, go to, and the purpose of The Black Alley Cats is going around robbing people for their money. Like, if you're a scumbag, they go robbing your money. And they have the school when they have like a babysitter job. So the girls go to babysitting jobs and they and what the story go is telling you by that they rob people houses, whoever has a lot of money. They didn't show you that scene, but they, they didn't mention it in the scene. Um this is one of those rare movies, but let me just say that it's very hard to get because I was one of those lucky guys that actually the girls around finding movies and I was able to stumble upon it. And let me see how I can explain it. They hire a recruit from Jamaica, a black girl, a beautiful black woman, you know, it's nothing but three black girls, two white women, they're all beautiful women. And the person was in robbing people, that's mainly the movie, and the drama part got into it when one of the girls did a babysitting job for a doctor and his wife, and they drugged her to make out with her, and they set her up so that she could make out with their clients, and they had, ended up having threesomes. Like I said, this is an adult softcore type of movie. They show you no hardcore scenes if you know what I mean. It's more like softcore, but like I said, this is one of those grindhouse 70s movies that you know what you're expecting from it. And um, as as blah blah blah, I won't get too much into it. When it gets to the close to the ended part, the girls decide let's team up and get revenge and teach the doctor and his wife a lesson. And there's more TNA action. Pretty much the whole thing is just nothing but TNA action and throughout the whole thing, throughout like softcore movies, jokes, drama, comedy, and it wasn't, it wasn't too much action, it's not like you could see constant karate kicking, but like I say, if you guys and gals into that TNA 70s grindhouse feel, then you're definitely going to like this movie, it has the 70s porno, porno music to it also, and um, wow, this cheers me up, you know, doing movie reviews, by the way, keeps your mind out there. So anyway, um, let me just say I might give myself a little break. You know, you guys and girls know I'm constantly doing blogs all the time. And um, I might take a little break. I might work on a new intro probably and maybe pick, up, pick out another new song. I mean, I like this one a lot. I mean, it goes with me, my personality of movies. So maybe I might keep this theme song, but chop up some new intros with some new pictures. With the same words in the background, that will never go away, by the way. I like that.
And um, let me give you some sneak peek on some movies I'm going to be reviewing soon. Um, definitely next week, Lake to Rest is coming out. And I'm definitely going to review Lake to Rest. Um, let you know, Cool Doodle, I think that's their name. You know, MJ and that big guy. Um, sorry I say big guy, I don't mean to disrespect you like that. But you know what I'm talking about, guys and gals. They went to the Lake to Rest, like a convention. So they actually interviewed the director for the movie. Well, they're going to be reviewing. They said, I emailed them. They're going to be reviewing the movie also, but you know what? They ain't going to stop me either. I'm going to review, review the movie myself also. Because I've been talking about the movie since last year, and I'm confident that this movie is going to be good. I'm very confident. So I hope so. So, Lake to Rest, a review is coming soon. And let me give you some other movies I might be possibly reviewing. The Barbers, Case Fury. I already did the UK of Dog Soldiers, but I might talk about the Blu-ray version. The House of the Demons. Which is coming out on May 5th also. This is supposed to be like an independent horror movie. Um, the Grunge 3 coming out on May 12th. And I might review the movie Taken, which was a commercialized movie. But I don't know if I'm going to show clips on that on that one since it's like a new movie anyway. But I'll think about that one also. But so those are the movies you got to look up coming soon that I might be reviewing. And, may, and after that, I might take a little long vacation maybe because I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> But at the same time, I keep on saying that, but I always come back anyway, because, you know, I love the movie movie reviews. I'm not good at it, but I try to, and I love blogging. It keeps my mind out of things, and I love movies all in all. Peace, bye, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, guys and gals, today I'll be talking about the movie Trick or Treat from 1986. And let me just say something. This is another movie I'm seeing for the first time, and I look back on it. This is a movie that I wish I had seen a long time ago. And I remember the I remember the cover for this movie with um Gene Simmons, Ozzy Osbourne. I knew who those guys were, right? But at the same time, it's like rock and roll horror. I mean, I don't know. But when you look back on it, it was pretty good. It was a really enjoyable rock horror movie. And there been a lot of things with rock and roll in the, in the horror genre, but this one lives up, lives up to the hype, in my opinion. You know, it's got this movie about this kid who worships this rock star named Sammy Curry. Hope I got his name right. And then you find out that this guy died in a fire, in a hotel fire. You know, and this kid, he's like one of those kids in high school that's getting bullied by teenagers. You know, one of those those guys, you know, he's like an outcast and a misfit. Not a misfit, he's more like an outcast. And, um, you know, the only thing he believes in is Sammy Curry, you know. I hope to say the name, I don't know, Sammy Curry or is it Sam Curry? Well, we call him Sammy Curry. It's more catchy. Anyway, the kid sees this radio DJ played by Gene Simmons and he hooked him in this record of one of his last songs. The kid plays the record and then he plays it backwards one day and he realizes it gives him a message. But then it was actually Sammy Curry talking to him over the record. As the movie progressed, he was able to bring Sammy Curry back from the dead in a way, like, in spirit form, of course. Well, back from the dead later, but still, he brought him back from the record, you know, and then Sammy Curry pretty much going to help him out, defeat his bullies, you know. But then the kid realized that, you know, it didn't get out of hand, you know, you don't way too far, you have to be stopped. And all in all, I mean, Sammy Curry, it's like, all in all, this movie is good, though. I really enjoyed it, you know. I mean, he's no Freddy Krueger, you know what I'm saying? But he's still his own character, 
You know, he has power to go through different electricity, kind of like Electro. You know, he has electrical powers. And um, I was surprised he didn't possess no one. You know, I was thinking he was going to possess the kid. Or the twist ending by having possessing the girl. That's what I thought. But, you know, the movie does have a happy ending to it, which is cool. Because you don't see that in horror movies these days. You know, very rarely we see a good happy ending in horror. And the movie was there, it took itself like a comedy spoof or nothing. People said this is like more like a comedy horror. To me, I kind of took it like serious. So I could, I mean, yeah, it had a lot of fun moments though, but still, I took it serious though. You know, that's how good this movie was in my opinion. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, his character, he played like a preacher that's against rock music. You know, you see him on the television screen talking to the reporter. So yeah, it was kind of funny to see that. I, I think that's the only thing to me that's most spoofy. Seeing Ozzy Osbourne playing a pre preacher guy, like, talking about, like, how bad heavy my music is, you know? I think he played a preacher, yeah, kind of like that. Um, all in all, besides that, I um, took a treat from 1986. I highly recommended. Um, love the soundtrack, you know, love the actor. Love the cast, pretty much. I thought the whole cast was good. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later. Hey guys and gals, today I'll be talking about the movie Trick or Treats from 1982, okay? There's another one like this movie with the same title. No, not like this movie. With the same title. And many horror movies probably with the same titles anyway. But I remember hearing about this movie by the cover of it. And I never read up on it actually. So I thought it was maybe one of those early 80s slasher that I probably missed out. But judging by the cover art, how the poster looked, you know what I'm saying, with the bag with blood on the bottom. So I thought maybe it's a good slasher that I probably missed again. Maybe or underrated or some shit like that. Oh boy, was I wrong. This movie, it, you know what, I don't think you could consider this movie to be a horror or not even a slasher. I believe this movie was probably like a comedy spoof on 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 horror, you know, that's what I, that's what I think, because it was too, in fact, it wasn't even a good comedy, it was stupid, this movie is a fucking mess, I will give you a warning on this fucking, label this one time, it's a big warning on this shit, okay, check this out, the flashback of this movie for the killer, right, it's pretty obvious it's going to be a guy, guys, a nice suit and tie, no, a nice suit and tie, yeah, reading the newspaper, his wife, committed him into a mental institution for no fucking reason. How the fuck two mental guys got I me mean, two guys mental for a reason. So this guy goes to the mental hospital. The wife has a man who's David Cavadine's character. You know? I mean David Cavadine plays like I presume he the boyfriend of this woman who committed her husband in a mental institution. She it looked like she inherited his house, his money pretty much. Because when you see the husband from the flashback story in the mental hospital now, he's not talking about, oh, I'm going to get my revenge on his wife and on that juggler boyfriend of hers. So pretty much the wife set her husband up. So that's some fucked up shit. And there was no investigation on this? Are you kidding me? Especially around this time. I mean, come on. It was early 80s. You tell me in the early 80s you could commit anyone to the mental hospital? That's like maybe something from the 17th century or some shit like that. You know? Anyway... You also got your other part of the story about this big girl who's going to babysit the kid, you know. Meanwhile, the woman and 
her boy, her, her boyfriend, played by Devin Kennedy, decided to go away to a party. Literally, they're going away for the party because they, the guy got plane tickets. David Kennedy's got plane t- tickets. So they tell me you're going all the way to a Halloween party? Are you fucking. What the fuck? Come on, man. Are you serious? Anyway, so the, this young lovely lady's going to babysit this kid, kid, right? And throughout this whole fucking movie, I kid you not, this is mainly what this movie is mostly about. This kid's going to play practical jokes on the babysitter. At the same time, you're going to have trick-or-treaters coming to the door asking for candy. Yo, I'm telling you, if I don't know how it was in the early 80s. I don't know. Did it promote this movie as a horror slasher? Or did they promote this movie as a horror? Uh, I mean, as a classic on horror. Because either way, the movie is just horror. It is fucking bad. And, oh man, I can't believe I'm going like this. It's been so long I acted like this, you know, like in rat mode or in angry mode. And I don't like to be like in this mode because... That means I watch a bad movie. I hate when I watch a bad movie. I really do. This movie does, does not have any redeeming qualities. It, even with the... It, there, was, okay, there was one hot chick, right? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. She's the only one that's killed this fucking blonde. Had black and white. She was fucking hot, though. I ain't gonna lie. But even that redeeming quality there wasn't worth it. Fuck it. I don't care if she was butt naked running around trying to give Linda her tapes. You know? Meanwhile, bring and you guys at least get them at the hospital. You know, throughout this whole movie, he's cross-dressing as a nurse to escape the mental hospital. And he's, he's mugging bus for the ads. He's a cross-dressing mental patient now. Actually, he wasn't mental, but now he is. Because the wife fucked him up. Let's be real. Mugging bums. Oh my god, you had to see that scene. You know, I really don't want you to watch this movie. But being the curious that we are as movie watchers, we are gonna fucking see it anyway. Anyway, so that's for the father finally lost it for all. He killed the wife. Get his revenge on the wife. And that's when he killed the blonde girl with the black and white striped shirt. You know, while because the girl was looking for Linda to give the tapes. And he killed her because he thought that was his wife. And he got mad. Then he comes to see when he's going to kill the woman, he said, uh, and when he looked at the babysitter, he thought the babysitter was his wife because she had his wife, the wife's lingerie on. And so that he put her He's taking his wife, he's going, and the movies are stupid. The chase scenes, this it's just dumb. This fucking whole movie is dumb. Even the ending to go with it is stupid. It's just. I won't spoil the ending for you. I'll give you that moment just to, like, say what the fuck. Trick or Treats from 1982. Check it out at your own risk. Warning. Peace, guys, and see you later. about the movie Demon Fighter. Um, this movie is only a little bit hard for me to explain, even though it was dubbed in English anyway, because there were so many storylines to the movie, there were so many plots. But I can tell you this: it's kind of like action, kung fu, horror, comedy, drama, and that G, and also giallo. There is a giallo in this 
jazz style in this movie about the killer going on killing women, but it had like the orchid face, flower face showing. It was weird, man, but it had a lot of weird scenes. Um, one of the weird scenes I'm going to show you from a preview clip also. But all in all, this movie was good, and not only that, Dean Fowler also have a very young Bridget Lynn. Wow, you get to see Bridget Lynn in her early work. So, and Bridget Lynn is one of my favorite actresses, by the way. Like the movie Swordsman 3, the only reason why I like that movie was because of Bridget Lynn. She carried that movie out. And the rest of the movie around her was just horrible. It was just her presence, her acting in that movie just carried it out. It was just, it was a movie became a good movie only because of that reason. But besides that, um, Bridget Lynn, a young Bridget Lynn, very rare moment. See, in fact, in a fantasy wushu pick movie. So, give me five to check it out. Peace. Bye. And I know that they explained it really well, so I'm going to put a description of the movie over here so, so you can read about it and give, it, give yourself a better understanding of it. What's up, it was me, DVD Movie Buffer, and um, I'm going to set the camera in the new angle setting now because I want to control my bad habit and look at the screen and not look at the webcam. So, anyway. Um, I saw a movie called Delirium, and it's not the one from the early 70s, this is from the late 70s, from 1979. And I really like this movie, it was really creepy. Um, it's like a crime, action, police dra drama movie, with thriller and mystery in it. And you also have the horror slash elements in it also, so you got like a good combination of genres in it. And it's about this guy, right, he goes around, running around killing people, while at the same time, what I read about in the description of IMDb, and this is the best way to describe it, is like they say he was hired by these right wings, like that high up, to clean up the streets, you know, and but while he's doing what well, he was supposed to be doing that, but you don't see in the movie, actually you just see him going around killing women, killing innocent people. So they say he like loses it, he goes around killing people like crazy. Um, while you have a police detective working on a case of one of the murder victims, but you know, having a relationship with this lady that he likes, you know. So he was on the mystery trying to find out, trying to get this killer and find out what's going on behind the scenes, you know, like, like who's the, who's the group that hides this guy, you know, which was pretty much trying to find out the situation. So pretty much, that's what Delirium is. Mostly that's what a half 50 minutes of the movie was. The guys going around killing women, that's all it is. But the, the kill scenes are good, there's gore in it, there's blood, you know. All in all, good movie, check it out, Delirium 1979. Um, this is a VHS release, I don't think there's a DVD release for it, or hopefully there will For another movie review, and I'll be reviewing Death Factory. And if you remember my last video blog, I reviewed the Death Factory, excuse me, Blood Lettering, which I did not know that it was a sequel to, to the first movie, which I found out. So I just had to read the original one. And the original one had Tiffany Sheepis playing the killer this time, who was the original Alexia, which the second character in part two also named Alexia also, so it was kind of weird. But for me to see part two and then part one after, so let me just say that part one is fucking good, man. It has the blood, it has the gore, and Tiffany Sheepis, I mean, the claw and the fangting is not much as detailed as the one in part two, but still it was really good, you know. It was just a typical horror, and it's an independent movie, and it's a good independent movie. Uh, and the, the thing is that it's like college kids, went to a factory, you know, sex, 
party, have fun, you know, typical horror style party people, you know, in all the horror movies we all know of. And of course, Tiffany Shepard's in the, in the factory killing them. That's all it is about. Plus, you got that hidden twist plot line story. Just like in part two, the hidden plot story. Part one also has it too. I don't want to spoil that, of course. But all in all, for an independent horror movie, it's pretty good, you know. And um, sadly to say, I did heard about this movie before, The Factory, but I didn't pay so much attention to it, you know, because I really don't watch independent horror. I do watch them, but not like constantly all the time. So I'm glad I finally spotted it and paid attention to it for once. I wish I did. I wish I paid attention before, but I didn't until I watched part two. But all in all, Death Factory Part One is good. It's not bad. But I like to be honest, I like part two more. But you gotta, like I say, watch part one and part two, then part two, and don't make the same mistake as I watch part two first and then part one. But this is worth your time and effort, so trust me. And um, since I'm here, let me just show this like this. Here we go. The factory. Excuse me. The Factory Part 1, the Tiffany Shepherds, and the Factory Blood Letterman, which is Part 2, by the way. So, now you know. And, it's, and watch it, check it out.